Most of the time, we review books that we really like here on The Book Boys. Other times, we review books that stink. And when a book really stinks, we get fussy. So this is a warning that sometimes we'll swear on this podcast, or sometimes the material will be adult in nature. So keep that in mind while you listen to this week's episode. Ben! Ooh, I like that. Is that a good one? I like your new intro. I'm yeah. playing with new intros. I'm sick of screaming Ben at the top of my lungs and yeah. blowing out the speakers. Uh-huh. That's nice. Ben! Ooh, that's even better. <laughs> You're so supportive. Uh-huh. Oh, Ben! Yeah. Uh, what's been going on with you the last uh, week or so? Eh, you know, not a whole lot. It's a yeah, nothing good, to report? pleasant, solid week. I'm very content <laughs> these days. Good, pleasant, solid week. Oh, what makes you so content? Yeah, you know, I... I don't work for Cambria anymore, so that's nice. Yeah, I know that the uh, your notebook, and it's uh, only a couple pages deep. So this is a new one. You cracked this one open recently. Yep, this uh, is my it's new, a Cambria notebook. Yeah, it's my new book. Is that an notebook. actual wood cover made of actual wood or just the fake? Oh, that's wood. That's real wood. Yeah, the cover is made of real wood. It smells good too. Do you want to smell it? No. Oh, it used to smell better. I don't know the smell. It used to smell better. That's like a tacky Donald Trump thing. Every toilet needs to be made of gold. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a, we got notebooks. We're going to have to make them out of wood. Yeah. Because that's what classiness is. Yes. Well, it makes sense since he yeah, hosted yeah. Trump at one of his private little parties yep. in, uh, in, in uh, Minnetonka. And I don't work there anymore, and I have nothing but good things to say about them because I don't want to violate my non-disparagement clause of the non-disclosure <laughs> agreement I signed. They handled COVID when Trump came with COVID and spoke to all the people in this owner's house yes. in Minnetonka and yeah. just spewed COVID all over them. Courageous. As a, yeah, as a heroic president yeah. should. Yep. Yeah, he's a president that no one will ever forget and only think good things about. And this yeah. guy tied his company to that horse. Yep. The um, smartest thing he's ever done. Great. Yeah. American company. Yeah, that's the thing. It's American. That's what no, I love the most American. about it. Yeah. Anything else besides using American the Cambria notebook? Room. Yeah. Got anything else? Nope. Hmm. How about you? Well, Where's I was sick. Oh. Uh, Describe your symptoms for me. Well, first of all, scratchy throat. But that's standard. That's boilerplate stuff. I mean, you start there and you work your way up. Uh-huh. Got the scratchy throat. Yeah. Got the sniffles. We're not talking okay. about anything exciting here. We've all heard that song. Yeah, and dance I'm, I'm losing interest. I hope these I know. symptoms get more serious. It's just hurry. an ape throwing poop now at this point. Like yeah. it doesn't mean anything. Oh, mm-hmm. sure, it seems exciting at first, but you get used to it as an animal trainer. Yeah. Um, then runny nose, then fever, mm-hmm. then my whole face got stuffed up with snot. Oh shit! You got the COVID. Well, that's not the direction I initially thought, but I remember when you got COVID. Yeah. You had very mild symptoms. I what, did. What were your symptoms? Uh, for about two days, I sneezed more than normal. That was it? That was about it, yeah. Oh, I thought you had like a fever really and stuff. Nothing? I don't think I ever had a fever. I was just, yeah. It was a lot of sneezing and a little bit of stuffiness, but nothing bad. Well, look at you. Well, mine is a little more, not extreme, but um, I wound up, uh, I think Wednesday, I just realized I'm not getting out of bed. Like, my head is stuffed. All I've got is Advil. I got nothing else to uh, help with the uh, drainage of my face. So I boil water in a pan and sit over it with a towel over my head and try to get all the steam. It didn't really help. Just yeah. kinda, it makes you feel kind of worse and gross. You yeah, see it on TV. because you're such a vehement uh, anti-vaxxer. Maybe you should have gotten the vaccine. Uh, I did get the vaccine. Oh, okay. So I was oh, thinking, well, this is probably a normal code. 
but or cold, but it may be uh, COVID because yours was so insanely mild. Yeah, and I don't know what inspired you. Because I'm vexed. But why'd you go get tested with your ex, uh, your very mild symptoms? Uh, because I knew I had been exposed to it, so I wouldn't have probably gotten tested. I wouldn't have thought anything of it. But How'd somebody you know said I had been around previously had tested positive. So oh, and that's what inspired you to go do it. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well. The symptoms of my cold are a little bit more uh, advanced or whatever, dramatic than yours. So I thought, oh, well, if Ben did it, uh, and you quarantined to make sure you don't get people at the grocery store sick and that kind of thing, gas uh-huh. stations, yep. uh, the library, your glee club, yeah. all those kind of things. So per, per CDC guidelines, I, I isolated. Yeah. So, I'm a good citizen. Yeah, because you're trying not to like, be a murderer. I understand that. Um, so, I mean, with a lot of people that don't get vaccinated, uh, they're asking for it, but you don't want to outwardly kill them. I get it. So I had the same thought. I thought, oh, if I have COVID, I still got to go to the grocery store and my car's breaking down and I might have to take that thing into the, uh, to the dealership. Yeah. Maybe you should maintain that thing a little better. I'm going to kick your ass on just throwing it national podcasting that, um, so anyways, I thought I'm going to be out and about. I should make sure I'm not spewing germs all over people, even though I was starting to get better. Yeah. And I thought, oh, I'm doing fine. It's not a big deal. I'm not worried about it, but I'm like, yeah, I don't want to like get anyone sick. So got the test at Walgreens. Takes three days to get a response. So that part sucks. Then I thought, uh, what about the kids? And one of my kids said, I got a scratchy throat. I'm like, ah, son of a bitch. That's one of my symptoms. I'm like, oh, well, you're probably just getting a cold, but there's a chance it might be COVID since we're all vaccinated in this house. So I thought, uh, eh, whatever. So I I reached out to the, uh, to my ex-wife and said, I'm sick. One of my kids is sick. Uh, There's a chance that we're all going to get sick. And I don't know if it might be COVID related. I did get tested. I got to wait a few more days. The ex-wife was nice enough to say, I've got a home testing kit. Weird, because I thought she was a monster. Well, it turns out sometimes monsters have souls. Oh, okay. So um, she she apparently took pity on me and said, I'm going to bring over this testing kit. For you. That's nice. Yeah. And I she thought, brought over a test. For she you. brought over a test. And I thought, well, that's really nice. Yeah. So I see those texts mm-hmm. and I say, well, good. And I put it in my pocket and I go about my business of sneezing and um, trying not to masturbate because there's kids in the house. And then uh, finally she shows up at the front door and knocks and hands me the thing. And I go, thank you so much. It's really, really nice of you. I super appreciate it. Um, yeah, I'm going to do this right away. Wait, wait. Hmm. She knocked and then handed it to you? Uh, left it on the step. Oh, okay. Away. Yeah, say, she, like she did she the thought, entire COVID thing. Okay. We did the COVID dance. Okay. Uh, and so then she uh, dropped it off there, and I was like, oh, well, that's nice. And so then I picked it up and said, thank you so much. Uh, I'm going to do this right away. And she goes, yeah, let me know what the results are. I'm like, yeah, for sure. She goes, there's two in there to uh, to check in case the first one uh, is flawed. You yep. have a second one that's to check it. So, yeah. Standard right, procedure cool. there. Yep. So I sit down at the dining room table uh-huh. with my other kid. And uh, they're doing homework, and I pull out what's kind of like a giant poster. You unfold it, and it's like a big, giant sheet of laminated paper. Yeah. Walking you through the steps. Yeah, you probably don't have to read that. No, I read it, though. Uh, you can I just did skim read it. it, probably. I did see that they say, step one, do this. Yeah. Step uh-huh. two, do yeah. this. Step three, step four. Yeah. You got to wait 10 minutes. Sure. Do 15 seconds each nostril with yeah. one swab. Uh-huh. The whole thing. Yeah. And at the bottom, it's like there's a second swab for, uh, you know, verifying your test. Yeah. And I... I think I glossed over that part and it's uh-huh. like, okay, whatever. So you got okay. two. So I'll do one, then I'll do the other. Yeah. So I did one. Uh-huh. One nostril, the other nostril, yeah. dip it, uh-huh. swirl it in the little thing, 
keep it in there for 10 minutes. Following the directions. Following the directions. Yeah, After 10 minutes, pull that out. Uh-huh. you got to rub it against the inside the inside walls of the little tube. Okay. Get it out there, uh-huh. and then throw that thing in the garbage. Yeah. And then uh, you take this strip, and you put the strip inside there, and you let, okay. let that sit for yeah. 10 minutes. Okay. And at the end of 10 minutes, you pull it out, and you compare it to the little charts and see if you're uh, positive or negative. Okay. I was negative. Oh, like, well, nice. look at that. Yeah. I get to the bottom, and it says there's two swabs uh-huh. uh, for the purpose of verifying your results. So I'm like, okay, cool. I must have glossed over the rest of what might have been in that paragraph. I will take a blame for that. Cause it's like, and I went for it again. All the episodes of, of Book Boys, it seems like you usually read things very closely and are very attentive to detail. So well, it surprises me. I'm appreciating that. Because, yeah, that yeah. Is, that's one of my biggest selling points. Yeah. I, I hardly ever have to correct you over details that yeah, you missed honest, in the books. In our history of Book Boys, as yeah. the editor, I uh-huh. listen to our arguments, and it yeah. turns out that I'm right. <laughs> but you won't acknowledge it at the end. And there's been episodes where I barked at you. Admit it. Say that I was right, and you won't say it. <laughs> uh, I think oh, more I'm often the editor. I've literally had to clean some of those arguments out because <laughs> I've been right about details that you were glossy on. It's 50-50, my friend. Oh, Trust it's me. not 50-50. Oh, it's 50-50. I don't think so. I think you got selective reasons. I so think the point as is, the editor, you're just editing out the parts where I've been right. Well, mind. that might be true. Um, like, so, yeah. In that, uh-huh. I uh, is this after you had gotten the test from Walgreens or whatever that you're waiting? I took the test at okay. Walgreens yeah. and I had to wait uh-huh. a couple more days. Okay. So she was nice enough to drop off this yeah. test for you, for me, yes. and then dropped <laughs> dropped it off okay. and said, you know, good luck, have fun. Yeah. And so I did that, and I saw, okay, uh-huh. I get to the bottom. We have a second swab to verify the test. I'm like, okay, well, let's do it all over again. And, I did it all and over again. Your uh, your kid with a scratchy throat also had gotten tested. At Walgreens, at that was point, no. results. Oh, nope. okay. Because I did it a day okay. before. Okay, so you had been tested. I had been tested. Kid had not been tested. Nope. Ex-wife, monster that she is, still <laughs> dropped off a test <laughs> for you to Maybe retest yourself. Her. Okay. Maybe I misjudged. Okay. So anyways, uh, so I take the second test right yeah. away. Uh-huh. Uh, same results. Well, right away. surprise, Just surprise. like you're supposed to. Just like the instructions <laughs> that you carefully read. All they said do. was get a second test. Uh-huh. But I, there oh, may that's have, all it said. There may have been more that I glossed over. Uh-huh. But I, yeah. th- I don't think my speed reading really hindered me at that point, I believe. And so then In I, hindsight, though. Well, taking the second test, okay. did the whole thing. Uh-huh. And then I get out my phone to text message my ex-wife. Monster that she is. She says, uh, I text her, yeah. good news. Because yeah. uh, I, I pull up the text and I see that she did leave one message. One uh-huh. message I didn't see for yeah. our previous conversation when I put the phone in my pocket said, oh, well, that's nice of her. And then went about my business. Yeah. And then when I pull out my phone, I see there's one text there for when I put it in my pocket. Oh, yeah. And went about my business. Okay. And that was, I will bring over this testing kit so that you can test our child. And I will oh. leave it on your front step. Oh, you know what? That makes perfect sense because you had already been tested at this point. You were just but I was impatiently, results. impatiently yeah. awaiting results. Yes. Child I, I had thought, not been tested. I was weirdly under the assumption okay. that my ex-wife was also patiently, uh, like impatiently awaiting my results, where she was just desperate to know, is Glenn sick? What's going on with Glenn? I got to know. Yeah. So I thought that was going on. She was dropping off this, which would also cover the child. Does the child have it? Probably not if I don't have it. It's probably well, but There's a chance that had, they still have it, but... Um, I mean, you had communicated that the child was showing symptoms. At showing this point, symptoms, right? yes. Okay. So, yeah. Well, I didn't okay. put two and two all together right, with that right. one. Okay. So, uh, so she said, "I'm dropping this off for the child." Yeah. And then, um, and then you know, let me know what the results are. So I wrote back, "Well, good news. Yeah, <laughs> I did both tests. Yeah, <laughs> and they both came back negative. Yeah. And then she wrote back, "You mean the Walgreens test and the home kit?" 
And I go, no, the two in the home kit. Uh-huh. And she goes, you're supposed to wait 24 hours between the two in the home oh, kit. Oh, they should have told you that. Well, they may have. Oh. I may have glossed over that oh, part. Oh, I was okay. so thrilled by the experience, gotcha. the journey of putting the swab yeah. up your nose okay. and sticking in the glass or whatever, okay. that uh, I may have glossed over that part. Because you're okay. kind of through the finish line. You don't pay attention to details at that point. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty important. You might want to. Well, I don't know. So anyways, anyway, you know, yeah. it doesn't matter. I mean, it's really subjective. It's each person's Okay, so you own. have... At this point, I'm just done doing both tests and some counting like gunshot. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, your your child still may or may not have a deadly disease. You're not sure. Just, just sitting up there, just sitting up there wheezing. Yep. Okay. But I got myself covered. Okay. Uh, and I'm also still waiting on one more test from Walgreens. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So she said that, and I said, "Oh, oh well," and I wrote, "Whoops." I don't know, I, ooh, ooh, with three O's, because the, the first capital O kind of takes the emphasis away, and then there's two more smaller ones than a P.S., and I thought that was kind of adorable. I think it really erased my uh, fallible, my, 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 my foibles, I think I'm trying to say. can't believe she ever wanted to divorce you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just rubbing your giblet, now I'm rubbing my giblet. Yeah. Just pull that neck up and just play with that neck fat a little bit. Yeah, get in there. Um, so, yeah, uh, that's my big thing. So it turns out when it comes to COVID testing at home, I'm a moron. So did the Walgreens test come back negative also? Came back negative, too. So it turns out, even though I didn't wait 24 hours, the test was thorough. Yeah. So, yeah. Came back with the next test, negative. I'm COVID free. Did you go to Walgreens to get the test? Yes, you go through the drive-thru. Okay. Oh, you didn't go in the building. No, oh, that's right, yeah, because you might have Why would COVID. you have people that think they might have COVID go in the building, like zombies, wandering around, touching all the stuff? Well, I was just, I was just thinking, like, if you, if you were to go in the building, it would probably be very discreet, because I'm assuming Dorglass uh, put that Walgreens. Mm, you know, when I look back on Dorglass, some of their clients are Pottery Barn. Okay. Um, Williams Sonoma. Yeah. Sherman Williams. Uh, Portillo's. Yeah. Are you familiar with? Patillo's is a um, I've, I've never partaken, but I've heard they don't they, have one in the Walgreens, a, a right? Good. Like it's not like when they joined Wendy's and Pizza Hut together. No, I don't think okay. so. Uh, Caribou and Einstein Bagels yeah. and Shakopee, which uh-huh. is thanks to you, you brought that out. Yeah. The Salt Cave, yeah. Salt Cave, yes. Got anything you want to say about the Salt Cave? Don't touch the fucking walls, okay? <laughs> they're made out of salt. You want to touch them, but they're just you just look at them, okay? It's just it's salt yeah. therapy. Plus, especially with the pandemic, just for the love of God, just be safe with the salt. Yeah. Don't be greedy with the salt. Yeah. Don't, don't touch the fucking salt. Applebee's. Yeah. Uh, I'm familiar with that. Uh, Dorglass Incorporated, which is D-O-R-G-L-A-S-S dot com. Uh, they're dedicated to fabricating and professionally installing the highest quality glass products from the nation's top manufacturers. Their inventory, combined with their years of experience, makes them the premier source for installation and repair. They approach every project with the same goals, professionalism, and integrity, and they're discreet. Ben, yeah. I think you were going for an angle of discreetness if you went yeah. inside Walgreens. Yeah, nobody's going to know you're in there. They're discreet. You know what? Door glass, they're not snitches. <laughs> what are they going to do? Create a hall of one-way glass mirrors that yeah. no one can see you walking through? <laughs> I think so, yeah. So it's hygienic and also discreet. Yeah. <laughs> they know how to keep a secret, door glass. Oh, trust me. Yeah. I've worked with them multiple times, mm-hmm. and they keep many secrets. Yeah. They've found so many USB sticks around my house with porn on them. Yeah. They're like, I'm going to check this out real quick. Ooh, this is private material. And they say, sir, yeah. we found your private material. Like, oh, thank you, Dorglass.com. That's D-O-R-G-L-A-S-S.com. Uh, thank you for being discreet. And they're like, now we're going to put up this 
window panel for a bathroom wall. I'm like, yes, because I want everyone in my neighborhood to see me naked in the shower. I've got a nice body. Uh, nobody is saying that you don't. Thank you. They do commercial storefronts, automatic entrances, windows, patio doors, mirrors, shower doors, installation repair, and they'll design and build almost any goddamn thing you can come up with. If I want part of my house to have an exposed glass wall so they can see me shower, but also be tinted or maybe heat sensitive, if it's too sunny, it kind of tints like those really cool sunglasses that are also like the indoor-outdoor glasses, Um, they'll design it. Ben, if you could have door glass make anything for you that you design in a napkin... What would it be? Well, I would want my own salt cave, really. <laughs> I want a building uh, made out of salt. Well, they don't do salt work. They a do glass work. Well, but I mean, okay, so most of the building is made out of salt, but you need a door to get in and out of this cave of salt. <laughs> and there's only one name I'm going to trust <laughs> with making that door into my, my salt cave, and that's that's A hermetically glass. sealed door. Yeah. <laughs> Doorglass. I'll tell you what, if I had a salt cave, you can touch my walls. You rub your hands all over my salt wall. Wait, just that's me fine. specifically or just anyone that's listening? Anyone. But anyway, that's that's a pipe dream. <laughs> I don't have it. So you think salt cave or salt the salt cave is being a bunch of little jerks? I'm not saying that. I'm just saying they have a different philosophy than I do. I, I want if I have walls of salt, I want everyone touching them. Yeah, I get that. I mean you worked yeah. hard on those walls of yeah. salt. Anyway, the, uh, the holidays are coming up, so if you're uh, scrambling for a gift, I would head over to uh, saltcaveminnesota.com and uh, pick up your loved one's uh, gift certificate for the Salt Cave of Minneapolis. Just what tell them, you? don't touch the walls. <laughs> <laughs> what does a gift certificate do? Like, you get 20 minutes in this room of salt. <laughs> yeah, I think so. That's my favorite part about Salt Cave. It's like, don't touch anything. You can do yoga here, but don't touch anything. <laughs> yes, the walls glow with the salt, but don't touch them. I'll tell you who should go to the salt cave. Oh, here we go. What are you doing? You're, introducing, you're, you're doing something new right now, aren't you? Well, I mean, just after you go, you pass through like those beautiful door glass doors into the salt cave. Yeah, okay. Um, a list of conditions that uh, respond well to salt cave therapy. Oh, include okay. Include asthma. Allergies, bronchitis, <laughs> cystic fibrosis, <laughs> sinusitis, stress and anxiety. Really? Chronic obstructive, obstructive pulmonary wow. disease. That's a... How many beers do you have tonight? Three. COPD. I should have just said COPD. Can you... What does COPD stand for? Chronic obstructive pulmonary disease. <laughs> I hope that fart picked up on the mic. Frequent ear infections. Weakened immune system, post-operative recovery, circulatory issues. Can we back up for a second? Fatigue. Post-operative recovery? Depression. So if you have an open wound that's been stitched, this helps that? Yes. (laughs) Sleep disorders. Skin conditions, such as eczema and psoriasis. Well, that's amazing. Yeah. So you head over to Salt Cave, Minneapolis. Pull open that beautiful door glass door. Walk in there. <laughs> Don't touch the fucking walls, though, okay? <laughs> Don't touch the you goddamn, goddamn hands and your mouth off keep of the salt your wall. hands off the motherfucking okay. walls. Yeah. That's all they ask. Just yeah. look. Don't touch Inhale the salt, but don't touch it. Yeah. All right. Well, with that, we should probably move on with our lives and get to a Backyard Blast Bird Blurb. 
Uh, Gretchen's Backyard Blast. Bird blurb. No, it just says Backyard Blast. Did she forget what her own segment's called? Well, I don't know if... It, well, oh, it's about reindeer. Oh. Okay. Uh, it's holiday-themed. Deer Dance, Backyard Blast, Deer Dance. Deer Hooves, Deer Prince, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Trotters. Jesus Christ. I haven't, I, she sent these to me several days ago. I haven't read them yet. There's, there's a lot here. <laughs> hope, you're, hope you're comfortable. Okay, I am. <laughs> and I don't know. I don't know if she just sent these out of order or she's messing with the form. But she actually, before the blast, there's a couple of jokes. That's wrong. Yeah, so I'll just save those for later. Does your mom drink a lot? She drinks a normal amount. <laughs> Is she sick or something? Gretchen's <laughs> backyard, but no, she's perfectly healthy. Okay, fine. Gretchen's backyard blast. Even though few of us see them in our backyards, we'll talk about reindeer. Wow. In Europe, they are called reindeer. In North America, they are called caribou. Wow. Oh. If wild. <laughs> and they're called reindeer if they're domesticated. This seems laborious. Laborious? <laughs> Go on. <laughs> Both males and females grow antlers. Oh, I didn't know that. And they have the largest and heaviest antlers of all deer species. Hmm. Unlike horns, antlers fall off and grow back larger every year. Aren't they soft and fuzzy? Males begin to grow <laughs> antlers in February and females in May. I guess that's how you tell them apart. Oh, well, look at that. You pay close attention, just follow them around yeah. month after month. Sure. Yeah. yeah, it's March. Oh, you got antlers. You must be a male. <laughs> I'm going to tag you, and now I know when I come back later. Also, your huge penis probably gave you away. (laughs) Are they hung? I'm assuming reindeer. They're packing. I got a dog that's got a huge cock sack. I mean, uh, female dogs don't have that holster going on down there. It's ridiculous to look at. They both finish growing their antlers at the same time. Yeah. But males shed theirs in November, so they have no antlers during the winter. Whoa! Females keep theirs through through the winter until their calves are born in May. Okay. Santa's reindeer are first mentioned in a 1821 booklet by an anonymous author. Hmm. Quote a booklet? Yes. Like at a gas station? Yes. An 1821 <laughs> gas station. <laughs> a booklet by an anonymous author. Fine. Quote. Old Santa Claus, with much delight, his reindeer drive this frosty night or chimney tops and tracks of snow to bring his <laughs> yearly gifts to you. you, you. Is you well, supposed to rhyme with snow? I don't know. Uh, I love the tongue twister when you've had uh, three beers. Uh, but also, I love the Midwestern accent is so thick when you were reading that. It's so thick. Two years later, a visit from St. Nicholas is first published. It features eight flying reindeer, and they are identified by name for the first time. Oh, that's fun. Rudolph yeah. is first introduced Donner, in 1939. Steven, Jacob, Jackson, Jackson. <laughs> How many are there? I forgot. <laughs> like Carter. Tristan. 
Poncho. <laughs> Poncho, that's a nickname. That's a cool nickname. Yeah. You don't know his real name. He's like, yeah. just call me Poncho. No, you don't have to know my real name. Just call me Poncho. It's cool. Uh, anyway, Rudolph is first introduced in 1939. Sweet. Robert L. May wrote the story of, quote, the most famous reindeer of all as a coloring book for his employer, Department <laughs> Store Montgomery Ward. Oh. May considered the names Rollo and Reginald before settling on Rudolph. <laughs> Reginald. <laughs> I love that. Reginald, light your nose tonight. <laughs> anyway, I got a question for you. Well, is this a joke or? I don't know. Yeah. You tell me. <laughs> Probably not. Who, who is never hungry at Christmas? The turkey. He's always <clears throat> stuffed. I, I feel like that's, that's more of a Thanksgiving joke. Yeah. Well, your mom's got lazy. Yeah. What the hell's kind of horse shit is this? I don't know. Oh, she's got an Easter joke. We're going to roll into this too? What do grapes sing at Christmas? Grape nuts roasting on an open fire? Tis the season to be jelly. <laughs> I like that one, actually. That's pretty good. <laughs> what do snowmen eat for Christmas? Or for breakfast. <laughs> what do snowmen eat for breakfast? I'm glad you said it again so I can kind of re- readjust myself. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, uh, snow, snow cone? No. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I got this. Uh, ice, ice, co- ice, co- ca- uh, ice co- cocks. You were so close. What was it? Ice Krispies. Oh. What do you get when you cross? I still think they're cock cobblers. A Christmas tree and an <laughs> iPad. <laughs> um, I don't know. It's going to be something eye-based. A pineapple. <laughs> yeah, think about that one, don't you? Yeah. That was actually kind of good. I don't okay. know why that one got me, but that one got me. All right. Knock, knock. No, seriously? Knock, knock. I thought she was done with these things. Knock, knock. Uh, who's there? Wooden shoe. Wouldn't you like to... Wish me a happy Christmas. Wooden shoe. <laughs> Wooden shoe who? Wouldn't you like to know what I got you for Christmas? Oh, man, I was so goddamn close. Knock, knock. <laughs> goddamn it. Who's there? Alaska. Alaska. A lot of Santas. I'll ask. It's gonna be. I'll ask something. I'll ask a who. I'll ask a again. What do you want for Christmas? <laughs> God damn it! I, I'm always on the edge, but I can't finish the job. Knock knock. How many of these are there? Knock knock. This is ridiculous. Knock knock. This is insane. Knock knock. <laughs> if you didn't keep saying knock knock, I just move forward at the, at the show. Fine. Who's there? Canoe. Canoe who? Can you help me bake some Christmas cookies? <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> That's good. That's pretty good. All right, good. I'm glad you're in a good mood, because knock, knock. God damn it. I feel like this is like torture. Knock, knock. Who's there? Anna. Hannah? Anna. Anna. Anna who? I give up now. I'm so emotionally exhausted. Anna Partridge in a pear tree. Oh, God, let's move on. Don't say this. No, don't do it again. Yeah, I get that. I don't need to. Okay. Knock, knock. <laughs> uh, for real? Knock, knock. Who's there? Olive. Mm, 
all of something, but all of who? All of Christmas time, don't you? Oh, I love that's bullshit. Yeah, yeah. Well, that one's lazy. Okay, you're just trying to force a square peg into a round hole. Knock knock. Shut up. Knock knock. Seriously? Knock knock. This is ridiculous. Last time you did this, you were joking. Knock knock. Who's there? Luke. <laughs> Luke, author of the Bible, the New Testament, the best version of the Bible. Luke, who? Luke at all those presents. <laughs> God damn it. Please be done. Knock, knock. Shut the fuck off. This is, this is too much. No man can withstand this many knock, knock jokes. Knock, knock. This is cruel. Who's there? Donut. <laughs> donut, open the presents before... Oh, donut, stay up too late and see Santa. Uh, donut who? You were... Pretty much had that donut open until Christmas. Oh, look at me. Huh? Oh, like I finally almost got one. Yeah. <clears throat> but still didn't nail it. I yeah. was too timid. I couldn't go all in. Yeah, I know. Are we done now, please? It's a good way to wrap that up. Oh, thank God. Except that it's not wrapping up. Knock, knock. <laughs> Shut up, you're joking. Knock, knock. <laughs> God, this is too many. Who's there? Mary and Abby. I have. I can't wrap my mind around that one. Mary and Abby who? Merry Christmas and Abby New Year. <laughs> I'm exhausted. This is ridiculous. You've got to be done. You're making a face. You have to be done now. Knock, knock. Fuck off. You're joking. Knock, knock. This is like seven. Knock, knock. <laughs> Who's there? Snow. That could be anything. Snow who? Snow time to waste. It's almost Christmas. <laughs> Happy holidays, everyone. Oh, we're done, thank God. <laughs> I actually like that last one because it's so ridiculous. I'm so, like, emotionally beaten down by the end of it. It's like, okay, that was a good one. It's <laughs> no time to waste. It's almost Christmas. All right, with that, uh, let's move on to What's Up? New Books for Teens. That's Snap. Slap. What's up? New books for teens that slap. Oh, yeah. Uh, you gotta get a better catchphrase that teens use. It's lit. <laughs> Is it 2015? <laughs> what the hell was that? You get a dab? Why'd you dab after you said that? That's so weird. <laughs> this week's book from Penguin Random House, uh, upcoming teen literature. It's off the chain. That's from like the 90s or something. Come on. Get on top of it. It's tubular. <laughs> you got to bring back the stuff from the 90s like the word deaf. I deaf get what you're talking about, dog. Influenced by Sarah Shepard and Lilia Buckingham. LOL. LOL. <laughs> A book written by two people. I'm sorry, what was the name of it? It's called Influence by Sarah Shepard and Lilia Buckingham. Okay. About influence? If you loved We Were Liars, 
be the first to read this twisty new mystery that dives into the world of teen influences from the number one New York Times bestselling author, which we all know is bullshit, (laughs) of Pretty Little Liars, Sarah Shepard, and 17-year-old actress and social media personality, Lilia Buckingham. All right, Wait, that's one of the authors? I think it is. Yeah, Sarah Shepard. It's the two authors. So, wait, Sarah Shepard, supposedly a New York Times bestselling author, teamed up with a 17-year-old influencer to write a shitty book? I guess. Wow, that's quite a twist. I didn't uh, realize that until you just were pointing it out. You're right. Pretty Little Liars, Sarah Shepard, and 17-year-old actress and social media personality Lilia Buckingham. They got together to write this book. And I don't think that what Lilia... What could possibly go wrong? I don't think that Lilia is like, your prose is not up to the standards that I expect. Yes, I'm here to give you the inside glimpse of the world I exist in, but also, my God, where's the drive? Where's the, the love angle? <laughs> this book sounds like it's on fleek. Okay, God, you're done. After video, After a video she makes goes viral, everyone knows Delilah Rollins. And now that she's in L.A., Delilah's standing on the edge of something incredible. Everything is going to change. She has no idea how much Jasmine Walters-Diaz grew up in the spotlight. A child star turned media darling. Posts of her, uh, the posts of her in her classic Lulu C. rainbow skirt practically break the internet. Uh, but if the world knew who Jasmine really was, uh, her perfect life... Canceled. Fiona Jacobs is is so funny. The kind of girl who whom a crowd parts. No wonder she's always smiling. But but on the inside, the girl's a hot mess. And when someone comes out of the shadows with a secret from her past, it's one that just won't embarrass Fiona. It'll ruin her. That's what is the, the that's the co-author? That yeah. That child. Uh huh. That child. The child who definitely does not have fetal alcohol syndrome. Or, or something. I don't know. Down syndrome. Excessive I don't know amounts what... of lip gloss. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Where'd you get that picture from? The internet. Did you go to her Instagram? I just Googled her name. Oh, okay. This is from her uh, MTV interview. Wow. Okay. Well, who wouldn't want to be Scarlett Lee? Uh, just look at her Instagram. Scarlett isn't styled to perfection. She is perfection. Scarlett is gorgeous. Famous boyfriend named Jack, and there's all the famous boyfriend's name is Jack, uh, and there's a whole fan base about their ship. To everyone watching online, their lives seem perfect, but are they really? The sun is hot in California, and someone's gonna get burned. This book's coming out uh, January fourth, uh, twenty twenty-two. You can find it at Amazon, Barnes and Noble, the least favorite place in the world, Books a Million. Uh, Hudson Booksellers, IndieBound, Powell's, Target, and an organization that you love to talk about, so why don't you go ahead and say it. Salt Cave, Minneapolis? <laughs> no, they don't sell Stop books. Stop licking the walls! <laughs> if they sold books, I'd buy it there, but uh, since they don't, I'm going to head over to bookshop.org if I want to pick up Influence by Sarah Shepard and Lilia Buckingham. <laughs> I'm going to do that because bookshop.org is on a mission to financially support independent booksellers head over to bookshop.org 
slash shop slash nuzzle house to order influence by Sarah Shepard or any other books that your heart desires. It seems like you're saying that a lot slower than you normally do. Is everything okay back at home? Everything's fine. I'm just, uh... You seem upset. Is everything okay back at home? No, it's, it's, <laughs> it's perfect. And you seem depressed. I'm not depressed. I'm just... Not uh, even bookshop.org can pep you up like it normally does. You know what does pep me up, though? God, what? Walmart! <laughs> you stole my line. Also, by the way, the uh, I have all these cords on the computer. <laughs> that woman might be the picture of the woman you showed us. Oh, it probably is. The it? cover of the book has a weird pixelated kind of... It's a possibility... The, the cover of the book has a pixelated version of some girl in sunglasses with the same kind of hair of the photo that uh, Ben just showed me. I look at her her eyes, her, her facial expression, and the word that comes to mind is vapid. Oh, well, that's just, you're just being mean at that point. She looks dead behind the eyes. She might have a lot of stuff going on in her life that day when they took that picture. Or maybe she's got diarrhea. You have no idea what's going on behind those eyes. It doesn't mean they're empty. It could be diarrhea, Ben. Well, I just hope I never get stuck in a conversation with her. Okay, well, with that, why don't we move on to our next segment? going to review uh all three books three books do you want to pick the first book ben um yeah i'm just you gonna... pick the book and then i will talk extensively about the author so just to, to set this up a little bit i um i googled bad christmas books yeah give you a whole list of them mm. you didn't want to do the hitler one for some reason yeah kind of weird so we settled on on three different ones three non-hitler christmas books i'm sorry I was being fussy. Yeah. I got weird standards, and yeah. I'm being a pain in the ass. I apologize. So instead, uh, yeah, we, we read these other three. Um, well, let's start with the uh, the shortest one, Outlaw Pizza by Steve Bartholomew. Well, let me just talk about the author I'm sorry, a little Outlaw bit. Outlaw Pizza, colon, A Christmas Tale <laughs> by Steve <laughs> Bartholomew. Um, <clears throat> I looked up this author, and because uh, the story was... Pretty kooky. So I looked up the author, and um, I saw that when you look for Steve Bartholomew, you get a ocean of books, and they're all historical fiction. But then you got this one, which has nothing to do with historical fiction. Like, there's just got to be multiple Steve Bartholomew yeah. authors out there. Clearly. Turns out they're all the same. Okay. So I don't have a lot of information on this guy, but I will read the weird blurb that I found from the weird publishing place that's just independently done by a handful of people, and he's okay. one of them. All right. Uh, so he's one of the contributors to this publishing house. All right. I was born a long time ago. My parents had the foresight to move from Minnesota to California what? when I was about one years old. Fuck you, Bartholomew. I know. And in parentheses, oh, also, my great writing, period. Parentheses, Minneapolis is 20 degrees below zero for three months in a row. 
I'll have them know it's 18 degrees, degrees above zero right now. Yeah, I know. You fucking Bartholomew. Go back to California, you pile of shit. Yeah. Thus, I had the honor we don't want you. growing up in San Francisco. When I was young, we lived mainly in old Victorian flats with high seas. We have those here. Fuck yeah. you, Bartholomew. Uh, curved bay windows and no heat or AC. Uh, one of them still had old gas lights installed, though they no longer worked. Details that no yeah, one cares about. Yeah, they probably don't work because of all the fucking earthquakes. Yeah. Yeah. Have fun with the uh-huh. earthquakes. I'll yeah. take my 20 uh-huh. degrees below zero yeah. if I don't have to deal with a goddamn earthquake. Yeah, I know the Bay Bridge isn't going to collapse on me here. <laughs> the oh, experience. Wait. oh, wait, we had a bridge collapse here. Fuck. Uh, that was like 10 years yeah. ago. Yeah, we didn't even need an earthquake for that. No, just... we didn't. We just had a bad structure. Just poor I actually had people from around the country calling me like, are you okay, Glenn? Did you make it across the bridge? Because like I'm like, no, I don't work on that part of town. They're like, what's going on? I'm like, what's going on? They're like, a bridge collapse. I'm like, oh god, the 35W bridge yeah. it just dropped. Was it yeah. 35W? Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, the whole thing dropped. Even uh, my friend in Japan was checking to make sure I wasn't dead. Amazing. But anyways, yeah. uh, the experience gave me a ingrained sense of history, and I started reading at the age of five, and started writing stories when I was nine. And uh, my proper use of the English language, uh, every child and adult should read Tarzan. And when I grow up, I graduated from the San Francisco State College, but uh, that was after my real education in the U.S. Army. I learned how to use tools, how to clean stuff, how to communicate, and how to blow things up. Luckily, I was never in actual combat. So he builds up a lot of stuff and then deflates himself. He's done that twice now in this one paragraph. I don't, I don't like this guy. Yeah, but when you see the picture of him, he's really old, and his glasses make his eyeballs look gigantic. So he looks kind of adorable. Um, Later, I live in other places, such as New York City, uh, Mexico, and today I occupy a spot on the shore of Clear Lake, California. I spent years working in public service as my day job, and now I write stories, most often about early San Francisco and the West. Uh, now and then I do something in the paranormal or fantasy worlds. I'm living life as I love it. So the book we read, there's only one review on Amazon. And that review is one out of five stars. Disappointing. Not sure what I was expecting, but it was this wasn't it. Uh, it was confusing <laughs> and more than a little weird. And then it ends with, hmm. <laughs> so that's what we're working with on this one. Um, so go ahead and give a rundown of the story. Uh, well, it was very short. Yeah, and beautifully short. Yeah, which was nice. Um, yeah, so it's in some dystopian future where gift-giving is outlawed. So when, when gift-giving is outlawed, only outlaws give gifts. Mm. Nice angle, Ben. Yeah. Nice. That's uh-huh. a really well put. Yeah. Nice. So uh, these two people go out on the streets and start uh, you know, set up like they're mugging people, but they just give them money. <laughs> and then some other guy gives them pizza. <laughs> the end. It's kind of it, huh? Yeah, it's about it. It's got quite a twist at the end, though. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> I got a couple quotes. Okay. It starts out where they, they, they wake up in the morning. They're like, "We don't have any money. We have to. We have to do crime to yeah. get more money, presumably." Well, they need. They wanted. They were hungry, right, or something. I don't. Yeah, they're hungry, and so they 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 counted up how much money they have. Yeah. And then. They had like twelve dollars. Yeah, something like that. But something a pizza like is twenty dollars. I know. So the thing was, they go out in the streets and they 
accost a person and grab them. And like, how much money do you have? And the guy's like, I don't have much money. I only got like $3. Like, here, take another dollar. And yeah. then they send him on his way. And like, don't you don't you try to identify us. Also, um, they one of the quotes is, we strolled down the empty street wearing our disguises, in quotes. Yeah. Mine was a big fake earring in the shape of a skull and crossbones. It made it look like I had a pierced ear. Jake's was a bright yellow scarf. So that's their disguises. Yeah, because so people usually don't remember what other folks look like. No, not at yeah. all. Mm-hmm. So um, they grab a person. How much money you got? I got $3 here. Take another dollar. They do that all night. And somehow they go to what's called Ahmed's Chop, Shui, uh, Chop Suey and Pizza Haven. Yep. And uh, I guess just hoping because they've spent all their money giving it away to people and stuff. And so in the end, um, they just go to the Pizza Haven and uh, they order what's a dark Mexican beer, which is Dos Equis, Yep. Which is not dark. At all. That's not a Wasn't dark beer. Wasn't there a dark one? No, it's Dos Equis. It says it right there. Dos Equis on tap. Isn't there a dark variety of Dos Equis? Are you going to look it up? I don't know. Not no, really. No, I don't about to. to. Well, anyways, um, so I guess at the, end of, at the end of the night of giving people money and stuff, they run into a guy named Skid Row Al. Yeah. Who buys them their pizza. Uh-huh. So it, in the beginning, you think they're going to try and get more money because they don't have enough to get pizza or any kind of food. And then they give all their money away, and mm-hmm. at, then they go to this pizza place and try to order this Dos Equis on tap that's dark. And then uh, they run into Skid Row Al, who's like, ah, you're a pirate like me. You know, you're one of me or whatever. Yeah. And uh, here, I'm going to buy this whole pizza and your beer and everything. And um, and so then I guess things just work out. How do you plan to have more money to get a meal when you give it all away? I don't understand what the logic is behind that. But then, um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, then at the end of it, they talk about how the president of the United States in this, uh, this dystopian future is President Herod, which is, you know, based on Jesus. Like he was persecuting, yeah. trying to find the, the new the new uh, son of God or whatever. The attorney general is Pontius Pilate, the one that killed Jesus. And yeah. uh, at the end of it, a star rises in the east. So it's all lazy symbolism. <laughs> yes. Uh, somebody that I read this to out loud, who is none of your business, said, this is just written by a Christian dork. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, it was unsatisfying. It was deeply unsatisfying. Yeah. But so, uh, thank God it was mercifully short. It was very short. Mm-hmm. That was about a five-minute read. It was on, yeah, maybe ten minutes. I don't know. Yeah. It didn't take very long. No. Completely a beautifully short book. I was very happy with how short that was. Yeah. Um, we have to talk about it at length, but uh, do you got any idea, like, how does the the economy work when you give all your it money away? No, you can't. No, it doesn't. You can't think about that. Well, Jesus was outlawed in this future. Yeah. So maybe the spirit of Jesus uh, with the star that was rising in the, uh, in the east is uh, helping people make money by giving it away he's all around us yeah he is isn't he he's mm-hmm. omnipresent he's kind of a cool guy isn't he Think he also knows when, when you're touching yourself he doesn't like it next up <laughs> <laughs> uh, next up is Jingle Bell Growl by Misha Carver and it is a uh, what is it it's a shapeshifter billionaire romance or something <laughs> yeah uh, the author is Misha Carver. It's a, it's a BBW Grizzly Bear Shifter Christmas Romance. <laughs> Misha Carver, I did some research on the author, 
Um, she has, so this gets a little sad. So the critiques we have on this book, we might start to feel bad about. Because she uh, is a middle-aged woman. Um, uh, I found her blog, thanks to someone that also helped me after reading this, who is none of your business. Uh, it turns out Misha means bear in Russian, for one. So it okay. makes sense with this story that this is probably a, a fake pseudonym. Uh, she writes on her own blog, best-selling romance author Misha Carver has been writing since she was 13. Oh, how she wishes she could find that handwritten manuscript. Even before that, she had an, an incredible imagination that used to scare not only her friends, but also herself. Wait, what's the handwritten manuscript? Just stuff she wrote when she was 13. Oh, okay. Yeah. But so it ends with it scares her and her friends. So that's kind of a negative. Nowadays, she keeps the figments of her imagination hostage in the written word, which is kind of negative. Uh, there's nothing she loves more than, uh, than writing sexy romances for her readers to enjoy. So right off the bat in the first two paragraphs, we've got scaring herself, doesn't trust her own power, her friends are scared by her, and also the word hostage is used. Okay. So this is a dark, dark human being. Uh, Misha lives in Ontario, Canada with her children and two cats. Actually, well, three but one belongs to her mother. Misha's just the caretaker. So, as my friend who's none of your business said, why does she mention the kids and immediately dive straight into details about the cats? Kids are boring. It means the kids might not live with her anymore. This is a single mother. A middle-aged... Have you seen the picture of this woman? No. Oh! She's photoshopped her face to hell. You can't see her nose anymore. All right, I'm going to pull it up. Yeah, it's insane. <laughs> Wait, what's that? That's some soft focus there. Oh, you see it now? Yeah. Yeah, you can't even see her nose. So that lady has kids, but only talks about her cats. Sure, <laughs> sure is a lot of eye makeup she's got there. Yeah, so this is the person that's got some stuff going on. Uh, she lives in Ontario. Uh, Misha's a caretaker. In her spare time, she loves reading, listening to music, watching television. Her favorite television show is House MD, which hasn't been on the on on television like fifteen years. Okay. <clears throat> Come on, who doesn't love Doctor House? Other than that, she enjoys dreaming of the day an alpha billionaire or handsome shifter <laughs> will come and whisk her away into another world. Don't worry, if that ever happens, she'll make sure to still let uh, that he'll still let her write, which is creepy and dominating. So, the person I'm friends with, who's none of your business, said, I think she died. Because if you look at her Twitter, she stopped writing tweets in... Up, 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 up. April 29th of this year. Okay. And her last message was, so tired today, I think I might need to take a power nap. That's the last thing she wrote. <laughs> wow. Yeah, she's got 25,000 followers. So you don't just drop your Twitter account if you got that many followers. But she did. Uh, she hasn't written a goddamn thing on Twitter since. So there's a chance this woman passed away. So uh, the person who's none of your business looked into the Ontario public record and didn't find anyone fitting her age or anything. Well, she had a lot of tweets on that day, though. Yeah, yeah that's like the thing. Five tweets on April 29th, the last one being so tired. Yeah, I know. 
And she's got a lot of followers, so she was definitely on Twitter a lot, like daily, multiple times a day, trying to keep those followers paying attention and stuff. All of a sudden, she just stopped one day after saying she's got to take a big nap, which makes any critiques I have of this story, uh, I feel a little bit guilty about. Yeah. Yeah. How do you feel, Ben? Do you feel good about what you're going to say now with this story? No, you don't, do you? Because you don't know if she's dead. Also, she's a middle-aged single mother. Um, okay, we don't know if she's a single mother. You're just making a lot of assumptions. I'm thinking she's a single mother. Yeah, I know you're thinking that. I'm just saying you don't know. She didn't mention a husband. If you're happily <laughs> married, you're going to mention the husband and the kids and then talk about the cats extensively? Yeah, she would tweet multiple times every day I know. And on her blog, which she did keep up with, she stopped at my first New Year's resolution of 2019. Top 10 reasons why every woman should marry a shifter. These are great <laughs> posts. Did you know that shifters are loyal and faithful? They keep you safe. They have great bodies. <laughs> they make great lovers. They usually come in packs. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> they don't need Halloween costumes. <laughs> Anyway, Jingle Bell Growl. <laughs> Go on. What's the review? Uh, anyway, it's, again, it's a billionaire BBW grizzly bear shifter Christmas romance. <laughs> so laborious. <sighs> <laughs> billionaire BBW. Um, all right, so we've got two main characters in this tale. Go Josh. On. Got yep. Josh and Amanda. Amanda, that was her name. Yep. yep. Josh is a, he's a shifter. Weird. Yeah. yeah. What does he shift into? He's a man. Yeah. Okay. Thank God. He's also okay. a grizzly bear. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. And apparently a billionaire, but they didn't talk much about that. No, they didn't really. Did they, they? they? They touched on it a little bit. They got uh, some money. He lives with a family that has money. But go on. Well, it's his family. He's like 25, right? 21, I thought. Oh, okay. Yeah, quote, that's right. 21. That quote, was his I'm birthday. I'm 21 years old and I can do as I damn well please. Yeah, that's right. It opens, uh, Josh is having an argument with his parents. He wants to hibernate because it's winter. He's a bear. Bear He's boy. A bear. Bears hibernate. Little bear boy. Uh-huh. Yeah. And they're like, no, you're not fucking hibernating. you got to find a mate. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, what? A mate? I don't want a mate. I want to hibernate. <laughs> um, I want to hibernate. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to bed, guys. Have a good yeah. night. <laughs> oh, I, I should mention their, their last name is the Barretts. No, that's right. B-E-A-R-E-T-T-S. The Barretts. They live in Iowa for some reason? Because if you're a billionaire grizzly bear... Oh, is it Iowa? Yeah. Oh, that answers one of my questions. Okay, go ahead. Cedar Rapids, Iowa. Cedar Rapids? If I'm a shifter billionaire bear, Cedar Rapids, Iowa is definitely where I'm going to go. Okay, so I'm I'm sorry interrupting, but Uh one of my big questions was they kept talking about Cedar Rapids. I'm like, that could be Iowa, that could be Wisconsin, that's also Minnesota. There's There's a bunch of Cedar Rapids. But they kept talking, and I have a quote that says, Cedar Rapids is down from where they live in California. Uh, where they don't already have snow. And I'm like, where is there a Cedar Rapids south of yeah, California? Yeah. There isn't anything. It's in Iowa. Okay. In Iowa. Oh, so they did say Iowa, and I missed that part. All right. Okay, it. so anyway, Josh is arguing with his parents. He wants to hibernate. So yeah. He's insisting he needs to find a mate. Got to find a mate. Not going to let him hibernate. Not going to sleep till he get that mate. Um, but he slept with a lot of girls. Yeah. But he doesn't like the way they smell or look or yeah. their makeup choices or yeah. clothing choices. Human women stink. Yeah, they do. Anyway, so we got that. 
Also, we have Amanda. We're introduced to Amanda in the next chapter. God bless her. She's also uh, quarreling with her parents. Amanda's finished college. She has a degree. Yeah. Can't find a job, though, in her field. No. Her parents just say, like, you just got to go work at the coffee shop or something. You got to make some money. Literally flip burgers. Yeah, you got to flip burgers, Amanda. Screw your degree. She's like, fuck you. I'm going to Iowa for Christmas. I'm going to go visit my aunt and uncle Mm -hmm. in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So she goes to Iowa. While she's there, she goes to the mall in Cedar Rapids to do some shopping. Good. Josh, the billionaire grizzly bear shifter, is also at the mall, <laughs> at the food court. Playing video games. He likes oh. meat. Nah, he does like meat. Yeah, what else he likes he video like? games, too, yeah. What else does he like beside meat? Plus. Honey. Oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> he likes honey and meat. <laughs> I like Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, so anyway, he spots Amanda at the mall. Yep. Is uh, that the food court? I missed that part. I don't know. He spots her when they're playing. Um, sorry, I'm gonna. I, I read you. this like three weeks ago. I don't We're just remember. plowing through this shit. Yeah. Um, because I want to. I want to interrupt and be. Uh, wow! I said when we walked into the arcade and I checked out the new video games. Like when was this made? The 80s. Yeah. But it was written not that long ago. No. Uh, the equipment was amazing, and I reached out and touched the handlebars of a new motorcycle game. Yeah. Uh, and then um, he plays and races on this fake motorcycle game, which is so realistic. Yeah. That's what they keep talking about. And that's when Amanda walks up and goes, I know I could do better, she said with a sly grin on her face. And I made a note uh, saying, I think Ben will appreciate the grin. Uh, yep. Yep. Always like a good grin. Yep. Um, so basically they meet by her competing with him on a motorcycle game as if arcade games are brand spanking new in whenever this is written, 2014 yep. or something. I have no idea. Well, maybe in Iowa. <laughs> yeah, to this day, yeah. arcades are like, yeah. what's a PS4? I'm going to the arcade. Yeah. Because it's a sweet motorcycle game there. I can't wait to ride. <laughs> but yeah, she beats him and she's all sexy and then she walks out. She, like, makes an impression on him and takes off. And, boy, you can't stop thinking about her. Yeah. So, go on. <clears throat> yeah, so there's that. Um, I didn't take a lot of notes. This is a dumb story. I was curious. So, these bears, <laughs> these shifter bears, they apparently hibernate every winter. Yeah. Do their neighbors not notice? So, like, I know. Oh, the barrets, they haven't been out since October. Yep. Should we... Do a wellness check or something? There's snow piling up yeah. on driveways that don't get shoveled. Yeah. You know, all yeah, exactly. A wellness check. That's a good point. I didn't think about the neighbors. Yeah, I did think about when because it's in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. The neighbors, they're going to be nosy there. They're going to be nosy. Yeah, they have nothing else going on. No. It's fucking Iowa. Yeah, Minneapolis is bad. Iowa is a million times worse. Yeah. No, he decides to go fishing. Yeah, yeah. He gets an argument with mom. Goes yep. fishing to blow off some steam. Yeah. Uh, you know, with his bare hands, apparently. His bare hands. <laughs> oh, ben! Ben! <laughs> I didn't even try to do that. Cut it out. It just happened. It's a Friday night. It I guess we're going to have fun, huh? We're going to have fun tonight? I guess so. I guess yeah, so. Let's have some fun. Uh, anyway, so he goes to the lake to do some fishing. Sure. Meanwhile, unbeknownst to him, uh, Amanda is also decides to go, go to the lake. She wants to go for a walk. He goes for a walk through <laughs> the woods. goes deep in the woods. Yeah, deep in the woods. <laughs> That's right. Towards the lake. Uh, her her feet are getting numb. Yep. Um, she slips and falls, doesn't she? She does, yeah. Slips and falls. Cracks head open. Yeah. yeah. She's there's bleeding. blood. There's yeah. blood. In the, when you crack your head and there's blood, that's usually a bad sign. There's concussions involved, uh-huh. probably. It's not a good thing. No, it's not a good thing. It's not a light treatment. Josh uh, 
sees this happen. No, she hadn't spotted Josh at this point. Well, she he just, went and hid. He was fishing yeah, yep. in his bear form. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, scooped out some fish or whatever, and also yeah. saw a person, and he uh-huh. ran off and hid behind a tree. Yeah. But then, yeah, saw her fall down and ran up to her. Yep. In human form. In human form, yep. Yeah, God bless him. So we got our damsel in distress, so that's well, good. Well, it'd be tough for her to wrap her mind around a man bear. You'd think it would, but when he told her what he was, she didn't seem to have much trouble wrapping Ooh. her mind around it. Uh, she said... She, she accepted it instantly. She said, oh, okay. Uh, actually, I'll, I'm going to interrupt the quote. We're just going to mesh all this stuff together. Yep. Uh, oh, yeah, she said, raising an eyebrow at me. I bet I've got you beat. My parents wanted me to throw, in my, oh, throw away my college degree and get a job flipping burgers, all because I haven't found a job in my field yet. Top that. Then he says, without changing in, uh, to a bear in front of her or anything yet, just out in the cold, she has no idea, no reference, well, get ready for this. My parents won't let me hibernate until I find a mate. <laughs> and yeah. she just goes, weird. Yeah. <laughs> the then, hibernate thing didn't face her at all. And then, like, five minutes later, doesn't they shift in front of her into a bear? He does and dances around the ice hole. Yeah. And uh, she just thought it was hilarious. Yeah. Um, and also, it hasn't been established in the world of this book that that's a normal thing. No. People don't walk like, around knowing that they exist. So yeah. this should be shocking to her to watch yeah. a man transform into a bear right she, in front of her. She's fine with it. But she was totally fine with it because he transforms into a bear. He dances around the ice hole. She giggles and laughs and claps. And uh, and then she's like, that was amazing. And I remember thinking, what the? He just transformed in front of her. Yeah. Where's like the, the five or six pages of her crying and screaming and trying to escape and him trying to calm her down? <laughs> yeah. I have to say Twilight did a better job. Uh, yeah. Anyway, so while all this is going on, while they're uh, doing their flirty thing or whatever, um, their yeah. respective parents are plotting to set them up with each other. But didn't know they their already Their neighbor. Met. Okay, I yeah. should back up. Uh, Amanda's aunt and uncle that she's visiting, they live next door to the Barretts. <laughs> <laughs> and they were going to have the two teams. They're, they're contriving to have a dinner so these uh, yeah. two young and there was a meet. whole quote of, like, just because we're teens doesn't mean we're all going to get along instantly. Like, yeah. you know, whatever. So they were they didn't know they were going to meet each other yeah. directly. They just resented it. And so even after they meet each other here. And they're trying to get out of it. Like, oh, yeah. I want to hang out with you more, but I got this dumb dinner to go to. Yeah, they're like, both like, oh, oh I, I also want to hang too. out with you, but yeah. I have a dumb dinner that my parents are making go to. Like, oh, <laughs> parents are dumb. Making Which I like to dinners. imagine, that, like, they had that conversation as he's slowly transforming back to a man. So from his head down to his waist, he's a man, but then his legs are big, fuzzy bear legs. Yeah, I got to do a dinner, too. I'm not looking forward to this at all. <laughs> uh, so lo and behold, they, they meet. Uh, they're like, oh, my God, what are you doing here at my dinner? Like, why are you hosting this dinner? Like, yeah. oh, my God, they were setting us up all along. And then um, there's something about a rabid coyote that they have to beat off. And then... oh. Uh, but man, that was out in the woods. Yeah, because all of a sudden, as they're talking, a coyote comes out of nowhere. Yeah, it starts attacking them. By the by, the way, a coyote is not gigantic. It's not like a wolf at all. They're smaller. I mean, they're they're pretty big. They're like a dog, yeah. an average dog yeah, size. It's, it's um, I've seen what one is, run through my yard one time. I'm like, whoa, they're bigger than I thought they were. I thought they're like little foxes, but no, they're bigger. Yeah, bigger um, than a fox, smaller than a wolf. Way smaller than a bear. Yeah. But they made the the bear fighting sequence. Yeah. was like. Then the coyote well, almost got him on his back, and had, like this is not going to happen. The bear's gigantic compared to a coyote. Well, the coyote was rabid, though, so it's, doesn't matter. It's fearless, doesn't have the body weight. Anyway, the bear won. It's only got glamour muscles. Uh, they fall in love, and then uh, Amanda decides to stay in Cedar Rapids. Yeah, but the parents were involved. The parents didn't like this at all. And, and his parents know. 
because the parents were like, you're not staying here in Iowa. You're coming back with us. Like, they actually flew out. So, like, what are you doing out there? Why don't you come back and get a job flipping burgers? Why are you wasting your time out there? You're spending up there. You've been there for too long. And then she's like, I'm staying here in Iowa because I found someone I love. Like, well, we're going to fly out. So they instantly fly out. For Christmas. For Christmas. Uh And the flights are available and cheap and easy to get. Yeah. Flew out. I'm sure there's a lot of direct flights from L.A. to Cedar Rapids, Iowa. (laughs) Exactly. As if they even have their own goddamn airport. Yeah. They don't. Uh-huh. They have to fly into Minneapolis and then take one of those weird little small charter flights. Those yeah. little, like, five-seat things. Anyways, um, so they flew out there. They got there. And then they had a standoff with the parents. Like, well, yeah. she's not staying here with you. And then, uh, whatever, the bear boy goes, uh, Josh. Josh, thank you. Josh says... Um, no, she's staying here, and I will provide for her, and she will never have to work again for the rest of her life, which is where none of your business said, this is a single mother's wet dream. Like, yeah. I can just finally stop working. I don't have to keep supporting these kids. I'd love to be able to not worry about my career and money. Yeah, wait, the who's time. the single mother, though? It's going to be the author that wrote this book. Oh, gotcha. I still stand behind oh, it. She okay, never mentioned the husband. Okay. She barely mentions the kids because okay. the kids aren't with her all the time. Yeah, anyway, then they live happily ever after, I think, right? Yeah, I've got uh, a quote that says, when they were back uh, at the fishing hole, yep. um, oh, never mind, I said, nudging her shoulder gently. I was just joshing with you. I see what you <laughs> did there. Joshing, joking. That's too funny. But what's all this about a mate? <laughs> this is my favorite part. <clears throat> um, I have a quote that I'd like to share. Go ahead. Um, her lips... Or like the finest honey. Oh, I got that too. Okay. (laughs) I also have, I moaned as I entered her while she gasped. I never felt anything so intense, so overpowering. She had to be the one. She had to be. As I slid further into her honey pot, (laughs) she dug her hands (laughs) in my hips trying to guide my... Uh, guide me even deeper, and I won't. Winnie the Pooh! <laughs> <laughs> he loves honey! Everything's honey to him. Uh, and that's another thing uh, we kind of glossed over. When they're at the fishing hole, and he talks about how he has to have a mate or he can't hibernate, and then he says, I just need to find a mate. And she goes, I can be your fake mate, but also maybe we should practice run having <laughs> sex. So they have hot sex. And then they're not sure if they're going to see each other again afterwards, yeah. even though they already made plans to be fake mates and fool the parents. Really out sex. Yeah. yeah, the the writing was a little uh, over the top on that one. Anyway. Got another quote. Uh, this is at the dinner uh, where they finally all got together. I looked down at my jeans and T-shirt and shrugged my shoulders. No matter how hard I tried, I couldn't figure out what was wrong with what I was wearing. What's wrong with what I'm wearing? <laughs> yes, I'm not trying to impress anyone. So that's a good repetitive sentence right there. Yeah. Um, get over it, Mom, I said laughing. I'm sure nobody my age isn't expecting me to look like a college professor. They're not expecting you to look like a dumpster rat either, she said as she basted the roast. <laughs> also, uh, Jacob, he's... Uh, Josh. Josh. I want to be Jacob so badly. I know. I'm always on Team Jacob. Yeah. Uh-huh. In every goddamn book I read. Yeah. Um, Josh keeps throwing tantrums like he's a 15-year-old. He's always stomping up the stairs. Like, yeah. shut up, Dad! And stomps up the stairs. Like, I'm going to hibernate whether you like it or not. Oh, and I also I have one quote which involves the coyote fight, which is, well, maybe we'll try to make it there for Christmas so that we can meet this young man of yours, Mother says. This was before the, the parents flew out. Yeah. Uh, why don't you tell me about him? I started telling her all about Josh and how he 
how he bandaged me and how he fell in love and how he rescued me from the coyote. Uh, I left out the parts about him being a bear and needing a mate. Uh, it must have gone a little long, but eventually she cut me off. So I love that your meat cute involves, well, there's a coyote fight. <laughs> I think I probably told this story already before, right? I, I've told this to you. I'm sure I have. He fought a coyote for me. <laughs> and he won. And now we have a baby. <laughs> now I'm his mate. Exactly. There's a lot of Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> which I think... Um, I mean, with, we don't have to talk too much about this. We have another one to talk about. Yeah, still, well, so. we move on. Well, that was the longest one, so there's yeah. more to say about that. Well, what's up next, Ben? Um, Snowman with Benefits? Snowman with Benefits <laughs> by Marshall Thornton. Uh, let me let you uh, little, uh, know a little bit more about Marshall Thornton. He writes two popular mystery series, the Boys Town Mysteries, and the, the Pinks, that's P-I-N-X, Video Mysteries. Uh, he has won the Lambda Award for Gay Mystery twice, once for each series. His romantic comedy, Femme, was also a 2016 Lambda finalist for Best Gay Romance. Other books include My Favorite Uncle, <laughs> The Ghost That Slept Over, <laughs> and Mask, which is M-A-S-C, so that's pretty cool. It's the sequel to Femme. Uh, he is a member of Mystery Writers of America, and that's kind of it. Basically, I dug into his Boytown Mysteries. Yeah. It's basically a gay gumshoe that solves mysteries and fucks a lot. Okay. And there's like 26 books. It just goes and goes and goes. No. This guy's got uh, no end to his uh, well of fantasies. He's never reached a point where he's like, I have nothing original to say. <laughs> 26 books in, he's like, I still have great material I can't wait to share with the world. <laughs> well, good for him. He found his gravy train and he's riding it. All right, Ben, why don't you give us the review of the book? The book uh, Snowman with Benefits. Yes. And uh, we open, we're in, we're in Vermont. It's Yay. Christmas time. Finally, someplace classy. Yep. We have a, a couple, Trey and uh, his boyfriend, Landon. Landon? Yep. Uh, Trey, Trey likes Christmas. He takes Christmas very seriously. Well, he's got a reason, doesn't he? Trey's a... Uh, He's just a very serious, competitive man. Mm-hmm. And, um, well, there's a competition going on, isn't there? In the neighborhood. Yeah, there's a snowman competition. The annual snowman competition. God Every damn it, year. Trey wants to win. Annual means once a year. Yeah. <laughs> Every Christmas. <laughs> Every Christmas. So he's going to make the best snowman ever, isn't he? He is, yeah. But he's competing with other families around the neighborhood. Yep. <clears throat> he is. In, uh... In Winding Brook Homes. Oh, you took that That's note. Good for you. I just happen to have it open to that page right now. On your computer? Yeah. Did you all get these, this on the Kindle? All these books aren't available in print. Well, 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 you actually read them on the Kindle. Yeah, I didn't like that. <laughs> That's all I ever do. I'm yeah. so happy you finally did it, and you still claim to hate it. Yeah, I don't. Well, first of all, I don't have a Kindle, so I was doing it on the Kindle app on my laptop. You can literally, I can, you can walk out of here tonight with a free Kindle. I don't want one though. I don't like it. I haven't used one. I don't. It's a little touch screen. You can read it at night. It's got lights. I don't want your pity Kindle. <laughs> just embrace the future, you pile of shit. I just don't like it. Fine. Anyway. Moving on. So they're going to make a snowman. but All not, the neighbors are trying to make snowmen. Yeah, but it's a competition. Yeah, Trey, he's he's not basic. He's not going to make one. 
big ball in the bottom, a medium-sized ball in the middle, and a small ball on the top of the head. He had an annual to think about this. Yeah. For the whole annum, he was thinking about this. <laughs> and he's like, ah, fuck that, we're doing Snow David. Yeah, like, Snow David. Like, yeah, Michelangelo's David, yeah, that's what we're I doing. I have on here protagonist Trey, yeah. antagonist Landon, also antagonist Snow David. <laughs> I think Trey is the antagonist, really. Uh, well, he's, he's the main character. I was I always consider that yeah, okay. the protagonist, but yeah, okay. maybe you're right. I don't know. Anyway, um, yeah, you know, it's a snowman, not a porn star. Is one of the quotes. <laughs> yes, he's sculpting Snow David. Uh, anyway, so this leads to an argument. Uh, Landon storms out. It's like, ah, oh, you care about the snowman more than me, or something. I don't know. Yeah. Like, I'm I'm fucking done with this. You're too. Can You're a perfectionist, and it's driving me crazy. Since we're melding everything together, can I read a quote real quick? Yep. When I had everything together, Landon came out wearing his pajamas, a parka, gloves, and winter boots. Why are you coming out in that? I bought you that nice ski outfit. It was similar to the one I was wearing, a pair of baby blue bibs and a dark blue hybrid vest, but not so similar that it was matchy-matchy. <laughs> yep. So Trey likes to dress his boyfriend up in outfits. Yeah. So Trey is very anal. Very in general. Anal, very yeah. Controlling. Yep. Um. Yeah. So anyway, they break up. Yeah. Um. And Trey is like, "Well, that sucks. I'm gonna take a nap." Mm-hmm. And uh, wakes up from his nap. He hears uh, some rustling in the kitchen. He's like, "Oh, Landon must be back to get his stuff or something. I'm gonna go down to the kitchen and see what's up." And, uh, what the fuck? He goes down to the kitchen. It's not Landon. It's, uh, Snow David. He, he came to life. Yeah, he came to life. He's standing yeah. in his living room. Yeah. <clears throat> so it takes him a little bit, but, uh, he finally, uh, he, he, okay, yeah, I guess this is my snowman coming to life. Yeah. Not gonna question too much. Uh, I'm probably just gonna fuck this thing. Let's fuck. Well, Snow David was saying, I wanna yeah. fuck you. Yeah, Snow David, kind of a slut. He's kind of a slut. And yeah. also, he was... But they, they had a whole conversation, and this part kind of got a uh, gray area for me, because I read this a while ago. Uh-huh. Especially, I read all three of these stories in one day, so it was definitely a fever dream. Yep. So, um, there was a whole conversation about different Christmas-themed characters and mytho- like mythological characters or whatever. Yeah. Like, that he was asking about it. And so, like, they talked about, like, fr- like have you had sex with Frosty Snowman? He goes, yeah. you mean Fisty, Fisty the Snowman? The snow- <laughs> yeah. And then he goes, well, what about Santa Claus? If you had sex with him, and he goes, don't be silly. Mrs. Claus would have had me by the snowballs. I did go through an elf phase. I'm not proud of it. Short men always have something to prove, and I let them prove it. <laughs> and then they finally do have sex, and he says, finally, I wiggled away, reached into the nightstand, and got out a condom. And when I handed it to Snow David, he frowned. I don't need that. Uh, there's a very strong possibility that I'm just a figment of your imagination. Of course, he was a very slutty figment of my imagination, so I did really want him to wear the condom. Pouting, he ripped open the package and rolled the condom onto his cock. No, he went on for a while about, like, Jack Frost being some kind of pervert. There's a whole thing he went through there. It was pretty funny. Moments later, Snow David pulled out of me, <laughs> yanked off the condom, and came all over my stomach. His semen mixed with mine. His was whiter, creamier, and I wondered if I took a taste, it would taste like ice cream. <laughs> oh, there's one part where the mom calls and asks about the competition. This is right after the boyfriend left. So he won't tell her that like my boyfriend left and we broke up or whatever. 
Um, because mom loves uh, Landon. She, she was a big she fan. She loves him. Yeah. And also, she's just a, a white trash lady living in like a trailer park kind of thing. She wants to bring yeah. casseroles and stuff, which we yeah. understand that here in this part of the country. Yeah. Uh, a good casserole is a fine, comforting thing. Yeah. Uh, but it always involves jello, I guess, is her problem. Um, so he won't tell her about that. Uh, she's like, oh, I'm going to bring this to your dinner. He's like, Mom, don't bring your casseroles. Don't bring the jello. But then. She asks about the competition, and I remember this. I actually made this note. This is before the competition was judged. She asks about the competition. He says the Bennetts won. But then after the call, he says that their family of snowmen that the Bennetts have in their yard won't stand a chance against the Snow David. The They won the other competition for decorating. Oh. There, there's more than one competition. There's a competition. Oh, I the snowman that. competition came after like the light decorating. Oh, okay, contest. okay, that makes so, sense. Yeah. So I was gonna say, otherwise, this author writing this story really isn't very bad. Like it's entertaining and weird and yeah. funny. It wasn't bad. It wasn't terrible. But no. then I saw that one thing. I'm like, oh, is this like a fussy littles where they can't get the details right? But okay, yeah. no, no, that was <laughs> just. Um... So anyway. uh... Snow David ends up leaving. Landon comes back. They have dinner. They kind of make up. Yeah. Um, and it ends. Uh, they're they're back together. And uh, and I stepped forward and pulled him into my arms. I mm. kissed him I and whispered too. into his ear. It's so nice that you're warm. Did I ever say that? Because Snow David is cold. Because he's not. Yeah. No, I got the anyway, same. Quote. It's <laughs> no nice. It's so nice that you're warm, dude. Uh, yeah. And he's like, mammals are like that. <laughs> I love mammals. <laughs> That's how the, the tale ends. Yeah, Snow David melts in the kitchen. There's a giant puddle. Yeah. And when his boyfriend comes back, he's like, whoa, there's like a ton of water in your kitchen. Yeah. And uh, because... I oh, I guess it. you really have changed. You're not a uh, neat freak anymore. There's yeah, a bunch of water here. He's like, ignore the puddle. Because yeah. Snow David gives an entire speech about like, <clears throat> I want to travel the world. So yeah. what I want to do is I want to like melt down into water and put me on a plane and send me over to, like, Africa. Well, like, not a uh, plane. But well, whatever. Like, yes, to, like, evaporate and take the, the Gulf Stream or, like... Oh, yeah, that's go right. Go through water. Put me in, like, a major stream. But he's saying he can't yeah. just hop on a plane. Because they were saying, like, well, why don't you just go, like, melt yourself and go down a drain? You're like, through the sewer system? Well, I can't yeah. get out to the yeah. ocean that way. And, well, and but it's disgusting, yeah. yeah. And so um, the idea of melting down to a puddle means he wants to be free and go see the world and just get him into the ocean and let him get in the stream or whatever. But, uh, yeah, you're right about that. Yeah. So but so when he does melt in the kitchen, there's a giant puddle of water there, and his boyfriend's like, we should probably clean this up. He's like, no, don't touch it. Yeah. Come over here to my bedroom and fuck me. Yeah. Um, and so the idea being that the water's going to find a way to get to the ocean on its own? Yeah, yeah, because Landon wanted to clean it up. He's like, no. Trey said, we can't do that. I said, in good conscience, I could not sponge up the water and then pour it down the drain. Right. Snow David would be devastated to find yeah. himself in the sewer. Yep, exactly. We need to let it evaporate. Yeah. I and love that at one point, Snow David, fuck. Snow David, uh, before or after, the, I think it was after the fucking, talked about how I don't like you very much, you're very annoying, you're yeah. very anal and that kind of thing. And then he said... Um, then he started talking about snow and how snowflakes are individual and different and beautiful in their own way, even if they're not perfect and have broken little arms on the snowflake and all that kind of stuff. And then he says, uh, I thought about it, and then suddenly I got it. I understood. You're talking about people, aren't you? People are different and unique and are perfect in their own way. Yeah, no, I'm talking about snowflakes. Snowflakes are amazing. People are awful. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, then you got my last quote. So, oh, yeah. Sorry, sorry. I, I have to say, now. this author 
did do a really good job um, with just making jokes out of the entire experience of having sex with <laughs> Snow David. <laughs> and he made the character very annoying and anal and crabby, but still not, like, you didn't despise him or hate him. He was still likable in a weird way. Like, this is probably the, out of the three books, this is probably the best author we've read. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah Far better than the that. previous stuff we've read. Uh-huh. So. Anyway. Ben, we're going to round up our what sucked, what's good, what the hell, and would we recommend it with uh, all three books, if anything stands out. So, Ben, for you, what sucked about these three books? Um, t- <laughs> I don't know. I didn't think about this very much. Yeah, I know. Outlaw Pizza was just short and dumb and yeah, and just but the annoying. author's so cute. He's got giant eyeballs from it the was, glasses. He's so adorable. It was just annoying. It He's got a little annoying. tie on in his yeah, picture. Okay. It's so cute. Yeah, I didn't like that one. I didn't care for it. <laughs> Jingle Bell Growl was... Yeah, I don't know. I don't well, know. don't it's... be too mean. She might be dead. <laughs> <laughs> don't get too mean. That woman might have died. A single mother whose kids don't see her enough where she talks about the cats more than the kids. It was like Twilight-esque almost. Like like lazily. Yeah, yeah. like really lazy. <laughs> Laxadaisically Twilight-esque. Yeah. Yeah. Lackadaisical and short, at least, though, so that was nice. It was short. It was actually longer than I wanted it to be. By the time I saved that one for last, and so I started getting through that, and I texted you, like, can we just not read this third book? You're like, no, you finish it. I'm like, damn it. So I had to keep reading. It was 50 pages, for Christ's sake. I was so burnt out. The whole Saturday was a fever dream. I was just plowing through that So, uh, yeah, I'm pretty indifferent on that book. It was... Silly. Uh, yeah, Snowman with Benefits also, like... Kind of the best one, me yeah, personally. Yeah, it, it was fine. It was it was kind of funny. Yeah. It was just silly. Just a silly little tale. What's good about this? That they celebrate the good news. <laughs> the true meaning of Christmas. Yeah. I actually uh, keep I keep fucking this up. I always every time Christmas rolls around, I'm like, Ah, have you heard the good news? He is risen. Like that's Easter. I'm like oh, but it's still Jesus. It's all the same. Like no, he is born on Christmas. Like eh, not really. It's a pagan holiday. They just yeah. kind of co-opted it. But um, what's good about this? Jesus is king. <laughs> These three books celebrate that Jesus is king. <laughs> yep. What the hell? Um, my favorites for what the hell was uh, Jingle Bell Growl. Yeah, that was the most what the hell of the three, I think. Like, I, I mentioned the part about, what, nobody notices people hibernating every yeah, year? Yeah, there's that. There's also how he transforms in front of the girlfriend, and she just yeah, doesn't she blink just, twice. She's she like, oh, fun. fun. Yeah. But also, my favorite is the three Winnie the Pooh references, <laughs> which is, I wasn't sure whether he had Chinese food, Thai food on his tray. Whichever it was, it didn't look too appealing to me. I wasn't a huge fan of noodles. Meat and honey were my two favorite foods. Uh, the other one being... <laughs> Her lips were like the finest honey I'd ever tasted as she pressed them against mine. And I wrote, Winnie the Pooh. And then he wrote, uh, I, or she wrote, I moaned as I entered her while she grasped and never felt anything so intense, so overpowering. Uh, she had to be the one. She had to be as I slid further into her honeypot. She dug her hands <laughs> in my hips, trying to guide me deeper. And I wrote, Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> there was three honey-related references in a bear uh. story. <laughs> that was the weird part for me. All the rest, I actually thought, um, in the beginning of the story of uh, the pizza one, 
when it's like, yeah, we don't got any money, we gotta go out and commit crime, and you start to realize, like, being a pirate means, like, you don't really understand at that point that being a pirate means that you're giving people gifts, because yeah. they're very anti-Christ, thanks to this President Herod and whatever, <laughs> Attorney General, Pilate, Pontius yeah. Pilate, yeah. Just so heavy-handed and dumb. But, um... <laughs> yes. Not subtle. Not subtle at all. Just pounding you over the head yeah. with these references. So I get it, but I didn't get it at first. And so it's just like, they walk up to someone to rob them and like, here, take these $5. Like, we ran as fast as we could. They couldn't catch us because we're the best. And I was kind of laughing at that. The idea of like a really aggressive kindness <laughs> kind of cracked me up. But then it got really stupid later on. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Which is saying something because it was only like eight pages long. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Would you recommend any of these? I actually would yeah. recommend the Snowman one. Yeah. That was actually funny. Yeah, read, I the, actually read enjoyed the Snowman that. with that. That's a, that's a fine, fun Christmas tale. Yeah. Also with a hot cover. Then you have, like, when you look through all of his books, they're all the Boy Town covers, which is kind of like guys with muscular chests and, like, a mystery happening on the cover. I don't know. But then also <laughs> you get this one where it's a guy with a muscular chest, but he has, like, a carrot nose and a top hat. <laughs> and he's wearing, like, a, a Speedo, but it's like a... yeah. Santa hat speed. It's like oh, is red. it really? Yeah, it looks. <laughs> oh, it's just red. Oh, it's got but a little it's... white. It's got a white top. Yeah, yeah it's like yeah. a Santa top. Oh, that's hilarious. Uh, He's holding a handful of bells. Yeah, because it rhymes with balls. And he has a corn cob pipe too. Yeah, corn cob pipe. It's a fucking amazing cover. It's gonna have to go on the thing I stick up on Twitter. Yep, for sure. Uh huh. Well, uh, with that, let's move on to our. Uh, final portion of the show. Sweet Ben, with your dulcet tones, your tongue that's made of silk, do you have anything you feel like reading uh, from any of these stories that's worth ending the show on? Um, I don't know, actually. Not Do you have anything? Crap. No! This is your job, not mine. I'm tired of doing this. <laughs> you pick something out and read it. Okay. Um, wait, I got something. I mean, it's just going to be snowman sex, right? So this is uh, Trey uh, getting ready to fuck Snow David. Uh, Snow David says, uh, So you're just going to let me stand here and melt while you make up your mind? He made it sound like I was being rude not to have sex with him. The rules must be very different in fairy creature land. I was tempted. Very tempted. But, well, I didn't really know what I was getting into and there was something I needed to know first. I stepped over to him and pulled the band of his speedo away from his belly. I looked down and took a peek. In his swimsuit, he had a nicely shaped, nicely sized member. (laughs) It was a bit ashen, but other than that... I love that it's ashen. <laughs> I remember that. I forgot about that. Other than that, it was completely normal. I looked up into his face and said, Oh, oh my God, you have, you're have you anatomically correct. Really? I'm a snowman come to life, and the part that surprised you is I have a penis? <laughs> you know I, that I, I didn't give you... I didn't actually sculpt... Never mind, you're right. This is one of those moments in life when you have to take a leap of whatever he said before he lifted up my chin and kissed me. The kiss was deep, <laughs> searching, and a little chilly. Not cold in a bad way, but bracing. As though I was kissing someone who'd just drunk a glass of ice water. 
Snow David explored my mouth with his tongue, and I tried not to think about Landon. It felt like cheating, except it wasn't. We'd broken up hours ago, which was weird that it was so soon. But then again, how many times in my life would I have the chance to have sex with a non-human, vaguely mythical creature? That's it? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Nice pickings. Well, all right. Well, Ben, you got anything else you want to add before we uh, wrap up the show? No. All right, fine. All right. So next up... Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Uh, Well, you can do that if you want. Happy New Year. Uh, Go see Spider-Man into the world of spiders. What's the new one called? I have no idea. I hate all of them. can't stand... Oh, you're fine. Shit you're tired of superhero movies? Yeah. How? It's bit. only been 15, 20 years. Yeah. Why are you anyway. upset about it? Okay. Well, anyways, uh, next up, I think we're going to have an episode with uh, a nice group of kids with their own podcast called Uncited. Yeah. That do uh, their own interpretations of uh, literature, which I've enjoyed because they've crapped all over things like Hamlet because they understand it backwards and forwards, and I only vaguely understand it. So I'd love to have intelligent people back up my fussiness. Yeah. It's just a shame they're Canadian. Okay, well, here we go. So anyways, that's going to be coming up next. We're going to be reading uh, An Abundance of Catherines. Catherines? Catherines by John Mm. Green. There you go. Yep. That's going to be up next. It's on its way. I literally just ordered it from bookshop.org. I'm such a busy boy. And I have so much diarrhea. I can't sit and focus on the written word. Mm-hmm. I'm probably going to get the audiobook. Okay. And I'm sure you're going to shout at me the entire time through the whole episode. That doesn't count as reading. It does count as reading. It's the same. <laughs> what if I was blind and someone read to me? Blind people can't read. <laughs> unless it's Braille. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I still have a cold. Moving on. Uh, thanks for listening. And enjoy... Ben's beautifully crafted social media message that we play at the end of every episode. Yeah. I swear you're slurring a word at one point. I, yeah. It's I the sh- word message us, or the, the phrase uh, message us. Yeah, I know. We should, <laughs> we should maybe redo that at some do point. Do you want to do it right now? Well, no. Fine. Let's do it some night where I haven't had three beers. No, I understand, because you're going to slur message us. Again, even worse. Anyway, smash that like button. Nope, that's not a thing we're doing. Like and subscribe. That's not what we do. Retweet us. Nah. It's at uh, House Nuzzle, not Nuzzle House. House Nuzzle. um, Are you ever going to pick up the uh, Instagrams? Yeah, I haven't haven't touched that ever. Yeah, I know. I was thinking about that at some point, maybe. I'll send you what I put on Twitter, and then if you're in the mood to put something up there and do something with it, do a little science behind it. How to make it successful, then yeah, go ahead. Okay. Yeah, I should do that. Yeah, maybe you should. Okay. Yeah, contribute. <laughs> uh, goodbye. Book boys. <laughs> there, that's an awkward ending, but we got one. If you liked what you heard on this episode of the Book Boys, how about you check out the website? Go over to nuzzlehouse.com. There you can see all of the previous episodes of the Book Boys, as well as Glenn's other project, Leaves of Glenn. Also there, there's a link to our affiliate shop at bookshop.org. Bookshop.org slash shop slash nuzzlehouse. Bookshop.org is on a mission to financially support independent booksellers. Also, find us and follow us on social media. We're on Twitter and Insta. Now, careful, this one's a little backwards. We're there at House Nuzzle. Not Nuzzle House. That's House Nuzzle on Twitter and Instagram. Go ahead and slide into our DMs if you have any praise or suggestions or complaints. We'll take anything. Please just pay attention to us and interact with us. 
Thank you for listening.